0: this insert is brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 am please visit kpulpit.co.za good evening listeners what a joy to be with you again today last week we spoke about what a christ-centered recovery is when dealing with our hurts hang-ups and habits And we ended off with a cliffhanger. Frederick still did it for us. Um, Of Trevor Abrahams as a biker on a restoration journey. Welcome back, Trevor. It's so good to have you with us.
1: Good to be back. Good to be back.
2: Thank you, Bert. Uh, So, so Trevor, let's uh, get a little bit off the cliffhanger and not keep everybody stuck on the cliff. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, in Galatians 6.12, it says, Brothers if someone is caught in any wrongdoing you who are spiritual should restore them such a person with a gentle spirit watch out for yourselves or you also uh, won't be tempted and and that goes along with the step twelve comparison that says in having had a spiritual experience as a result of these steps we try to carry this message to others and to practice these principles in all our affairs.
0: I just need to come in there and and let listeners know we're talking about the 12 steps of recovery Mm -hmm. that is part of uh, recovery programs. And so this is what Frederick has been Mm. referring to.
2: Uh, And we're talking very specifically about Christ-centered programs. Mm. And there are really many, many uh, different programs that Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. Christ-centered. So, Trevor... Um, could you share a little bit with us how you have been able to put this step 12 into practice as a biker
1: the biking facility um, as where we are here in Cape Town it's a very diverse and culturally soaked um, bike so it's, I, I would always I tell fellow bikers it's a great place to be in to get view of what nation building looks like Mm you know and therefore the bike and uh, the culture of biking allows us to engage with any if you want to call it race any culture you know um, and any any persuasion of of what people think of the country Uh, so that's a great
0: people have different perspectives about bikers as rebels, all the way to gentlemen and ladies. Are you involved in the biker community, or you said you are, and how do you see bikers as someone who's really involved?
1: Well, I think we generally try to give the look that we are rebels with our chains and our dress codes. We want to look like fearsome, but actually these are just ordinary people. They have regular jobs. And biking is the thing where they can meet other people, mm. you know, um, without prejudice and without motive, just be part of something that we, you know, there's a richness of culture is, is in that. Mm. But ordinary people we are, we, we eat, we, we have parties, we, we go to church and all sorts of groupings of people we find there mm. and a great, a great um, harvest um, waiting um,
2: for the lord himself yeah. yeah and 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 what I noticed you know i i i also been in a little little bit in the biking community, and I r- really noticed that you know even what they call the one percenters, the guys that would really want to show themselves as rebellious yeah they're all just broken, mm. and uh, they are all in need or have some hurt hang up or habit that needs some form of healing. And talking about broken, um, I think you also mentioned at some point when we were talking before about something called broken chains. Can you give us a little bit more information about that?
1: Yes. Um, incidentally, broken chains exist because of the of a uh, of the twelve step program.
2: Yes. And yes. as
1: we know, um, the twelve step programs so have been some something recovery um, brought on board. Um, bikers that were promoting Celebrate Recovery out of their own because they mm. they all belong and came through the program Celebrate Recovery. Yes. So this is where we find ourselves now as broken chains, mm. those bikers who love biking and who have found life uh, and found healing and hope through Jesus Christ. And so all we do at Broken Chains we promote uh, the classic program. Yeah. That's that- our existence, basically.
2: Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not like a club, and you have to belong to a certain club or something like that. You know, who can be involved with broken chains?
1: Well, if you love motorcycles
2: mm-hmm. and
1: you you have a hurt or a hanger, uh, and you join the twelve-step program, um, or you know, belong to Celebrate Recovery or something like that, then you are eligible to to promote Celebrate Recovery. Uh, either
0: biking or broken chains. Hmm. Maybe we just need to uh, refer to what a twelve-step program is again. We always need to remember. all listeners don't mm. always listen to all the programs, and we often refer to this. But Frederick, will you give us a quite uh, a quick summary of that? Or maybe Trevor, could you do that? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> either either of you, either of you. Yeah, <laughs> I'd,
2: I'd love Trevor to just to yes, take us very you know. quickly and mm. briefly through. through okay.
1: I'll do quickly. Well, in essence, it, it's it's a program that deals with our hurts, our hang-ups, our, ha- our habits, mm-hmm. our addictions, our anxiety, and things like that. You know, and um, uh, I believe that. Well, uh, I should actually say that. You know, it's for celebratory. It's for everyone. Everyone has is broken in some way or another, mm-hmm. and uh, this is the program. where it's a safe place. Uh, uh, where you can come and start to talk about, especially men, just a place to start talking. Women as well. Mm.
0: Um,
1: so yeah, that's basically.
0: Mm. And don't right judge and each it. other, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Don't
1: and, judge each other, and we don't fix each other either. We just need yeah. there to support one
2: another. Right, yeah. right. And and supporting one another in the journey of going through the twelve steps, mm. starting at we are powerless. And that we uh, are uh, um, surrendering ourselves to God and asking him and allowing him to remove our, uh, restore us to sanity. And then we go over to surrendering our life and will to him. So the 12 steps go sequentially through a number of steps, 12 of them, that help us to recover and restore from some form mm. of addiction mm. or a habit or a hurt or a hang-up.
0: And, Frederick, this reminds me, you know, the program. our program's name is Intimacy, mm. which means intimacy. Yeah. And these things that you refer to now are all the things that keep us away from intimacy. Yeah. And that's why in this program we look at the things that can help us to have intimacy with ourselves, with God, and those around us, yeah. especially those mm. closest to us because often our hurts and hang-ups and habits or the sinful patterns we keep repeating in our lives mm. are what keeps us away from closeness and connection and our relationships. Can you comment on this, Trevor?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I, I, not much I can actually add to that, Suki. Uh, you just said all the all the top points there. Um, Definitely, um, as, we, as we serve, as we go through the program, And making Jesus Christ as our higher power, you can and you will change. You will begin to experience the true peace and serenity that you have been seeking. Mm. And that's quite, that's kind of like a, a a hint. If you're living, Mm. you're peace in your life. Mm. You're seeking for that something and and something to do with yourself and something that's perhaps blocking it. Mm. Um, Typically something in your past. Mm. And, um, you know, and I'm sure. Church, pro, church, pro, church programs, uh, they facilitate that. But I was just talking to a pastor and he says, Trevor, this is something we don't do well, and we want to do it well. Mm. And this is the first time we could actually contemplate bringing a sort of a spirit study into the church. Mm. You know, and, and I think that will go a long way.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so what I hear from you, uh, Trevor, is that... Um, These undealt-with hurts, hang-ups, or or habits um, can have certain consequences if we do not deal with them. What do you think are some of the consequences of not dealing with our hurts, hang-ups, and habits?
1: Well, if I can maybe point at myself in that answer. Um, When I was a a young boy, we we had a very trying, growing up period. We lost our home and all those things. And both of my parents uh, wanted to commit suicide while I was in their presence. You know, mm. they threatened to commit suicide. Sure. And as life went by, ah, you know, that sort resurfaced
2: mm. in, a, in
1: in one of our step meetings. It just resurfaced. It just popped up from nowhere.
2: Yeah. And mm.
1: and, I, and and I had to start dealing with it.
2: Mm. You know.
1: Mm. So yeah, the consequences is that. You know, my relationship with my mom and my dad never got to the point where I am with my kids. Yeah. And even today, my mom's still alive. Um, this, I'm a, you know, I like a hypocrite. I'm a pastor.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> I, I, I work in the church. And, and I have this hangout where I don't really trust my mom's love for me. Can you believe that? I'm working on something like that.
2: Mm, mm,
1: But I mm. never saw that one coming. Mm. I thought I loved my mom in the way I should, Mm. but I never saw that coming. I'm very defensive in her loving Mm. anybody. So that's one
0: of my
2: handouts as an example. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Thank you, Trevor, for answering that. But let's just take a quick break and uh, we'll get back to that again after the break.
0: Welcome back, listeners. And thank you so much, Trevor, for your... Uh, being vulnerable and sharing some of your own stuff with us because we all have them and it's not easy to to admit that in front of many people that are listening but yes so I want to get back to in this world whether you are a biker or not we are all hurt and we hurt others through our hang-ups and our habits so on our healing journey we'll get to a point when we need to forgive and receive forgiveness. So how does this work? Matthew, Matthew 5, 23 to 24 says, so if you're offering your gift at the altar... And there you remember that your brother is something against you. Leave your gift there in front of the altar. And I'm just thinking how often we just don't do that. eh? First go and be reconciled with your brother, the Bible says, and then come and offer your gift. And as we were talking about the steps, it goes with the step, the ninth step that says we made direct amends to such people we've harmed, whether possible whenever possible, except when to do so would injure themselves or others. Do you want to comment on this one, Trevor? I'm <laughs> curious to hear what you're going to say.
1: Oh, word. There's a guy called Lewis B. Smith, and he says uh, to forgive is to set a prisoner free mm. and to discover that the prisoner was you. Uh.
0: Mm. Absolutely. So, um,
1: so I definitely think that's embedded in, in that word that you use, to a amends you know, um, admit the hurt and the, and the harm. Um, you know, it says there, um, in the classic of a the A, admit the hurt and the harm, and then M is make the list. E is encourage one another, and um, not just for them, but for you too. Mm-hmm. Uh, do it at the right time. And the S is start living the promises of recovery. And I think a is something that you know, it's one of the toughest things to do when mm. people hurt you, mm. you know. But I always, I always think of the cross when Jesus walked up and carried the cross in his back and he looked at the people around him. Mm. And if I were to have a glimpse and to look into his eyes at that point in time, what would I see? Mm. Just love, just mm. love. Mm. And that's mm. something that I have to, you know, show my mom, just love and just love. You know, Absolutely. And to make that amends in our hearts to, to heal that that, um, that past hurt. That past yes. So, very challenging one, though, Suki. Very oh,
0: challenging. Mm-hmm. And it really sounds like dying to self. Hey, mm. um, I've okay. seen that in my own life. When I need to forgive, it's often I'm harmed and I yeah. want to hold on to that. And now I need to die to myself and my propensity to hold on to that hurt and not to want to forgive and I need to be willing to let go because just like you said so beautifully uh, the quote that you used who's the one that's actually harmed me myself because I'm the captive one right
2: with with N- unforgiveness with, that yeah is.
0: that's what i mean when i'm when i don't mm, forgive mm, mm. and when when i forgive i am being set free not yeah. only the person that i'm forgiving okay. yeah she said it so okay. well right.
2: and 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 what i think is also very important for me this making amends or forgiving is is not a once off event and and then it 's dealt with mm. um, you know there are some people in my life that have that have hurt me, and uh, there may be some incident that i 'm reminded of that harm and that hurt that that person has caused Correct. and I have to forgive them again mm. and and then maybe a couple of months or weeks I do it again um, mm. so it's it 's really a process of forgiving until he doesn't hurt any longer.
0: Seventy times seven, eh? Mm. I hope you're <laughs> not talking about me, right?
2: Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> absolutely not talking about I'm sure
0: you. it's me also because we all keep hurting each yeah. other. And we do, especially as married partners. Mm. Uh, we need to keep forgiving one another. Mm. Maybe not specifically mm. spoke about me, but I think it especially, isn't that so, Trevor? Can you also identify with that? It's those that are closest to us that often we need to forgive the most, hey? Mm. Or that we hurt the most. That we hurt the most, and that, yeah, but I mean yeah. that we need to ask for forgiveness and that we need to forgive. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um I think we, we over time we, we, we get exposed to each other's um you know low points mm. often enough, you know. And so sometimes true. we don't have the mechanism to address it. Yes. And when we don't address it, which is making amends, um we we, we slowly um kill off our emotions, that that our emo- our emotions and, and, and things like that, that you know, then and, mm. and, and we hide it and mm. then we start a new addiction. Yeah. addicted to bitterness,
2: mm. you
1: know, yes. without dealing with an issue. So you choose to live with that. Mm. And um, I think that's why it's so, it's so important that forgiveness is, you need to ask sometimes, mm. is there anything I need to forgive you for? Mm. <laughs> mm. Is there anything you need to forgive me for? Yeah. 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 Uh, and, yeah. and
0: then also amends. I just want to get back to that point of amends. Amends is also in changed behavior, right? Because if we keep on saying sorry for the same behavior, mm-hmm. we are not living amends. Yeah. Because it's one thing yeah. to go back and to say I'm sorry and I will change it, but if we keep doing that same over and over again, of course we need to keep forgiving each other. But that's yeah. where the difficulty comes in. Hey,
2: yeah, it's it's not just about saying sorry, mm. uh, and and that I found when I um, was struggling with my porn addiction, that um, I often said sorry but they weren't the actions that accompanied the sorry mm. and that is where the true amends comes in
0: mm. and that is why recovery is so important yeah because if a person is not in a place where you can move away from your addictive behavior and i'm sure some listeners are there today that mm. are listening that need to keep on saying sorry or mm. maybe their wives or their partners don't even know about that and they don't need yeah. to say sorry, but it brings a very big problem when it comes to intimacy in that relationship mm. because we, can, we know when our partner's not honest with us, right?
2: But mm.
1: mm. uh, well, you could tell your partner, you could tell your partner in, in, from time to time in working through your amends, you could tell them that, that I use, I like the saying, it says that, I'm not where I used to be,
0: mm. Mm. but
1: I'm not. I'm, see, I'm not where I want to be, mm. but I'm not where I used to be mm. in everything that I do. Of course, you know? of so course. there's a there's a, there's a forward motion, you know, mm. as we try and we stumble mm. and be and right. and that's what I like about the twelve steps. It takes you from one step mm. to the next step mm. to the next one Pro- day to the next day to the next day.
0: Progress, not perfection. Yeah, That's
2: right. That's right.
0: and 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 okay. I think what's very
2: very important is to stay on the journey, as to stay in the in the process and 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 the progress that is busy taking place. You know, step twelve. Uh, there, there's there's a way that we can sustain our growth and healing.
0: Eleven and twelve.
2: Yeah. So steps eleven and twelve. Um, can you just comment on on those? How can we sustain our growth and and and, and stay on this journey?
1: I think we want us to realize that forgiveness does not change the past and 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 but it does change or enlarge our future mm. and I think we entirely likely we want to change the past we mm. want to erase the past and living with the past, I think that that's, that's, that's the healing part, kind of living with the past, mm. knowing what mm. happened and, and dealing with that reality. So mm. you don't have to deny it anymore in mm. order to live in that denial, mm. Mm. but you can, you can use that as, okay, it happened in the past. I, I know it happened in the past, and mm. now forgiveness has taken place, but it happened, mm. you know. Yeah. And I so- think once we get to that part, it, it does push us forward.
2: Yeah. So, Trevor, what we're also getting back to is how to sustain our growth. You know, step 11 says we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out.
0: Oh, I love that one. The power um, to carry, carry it out. It out. Hey? Yeah. Not only the knowledge.
2: Yeah. And, and this is the way that we can sustain our growth and healing. Um, this is how we can sustain looking at the past, dealing with the past, coming to the current and the present and the here and now, and then moving into the future from this here and now, today, living one day at a time.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, as part of the the program, you know, um, and, and it is the word of God, is to, is to do that inventory a daily inventory, as we would call it. Mm. It's to look at things just for today. Mm. You know, the past, we can't we can't deal with the past, and we can't deal with the future. So just for today, we can control what happens today, and we evaluate the good and the bad, and then do the amends Mm.
0: associated with that, you know? Mm. So that's what you... Sorry, yep. that's what you mean by inventory, right? Because I know everybody is not familiar with the word inventory. So that's you look correct. at, okay. just explain again, this is what you've done, the, the good and the bad.
1: Yeah, and then just, just weigh up those things that, that you did for today, because you can only really deal with today. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and take it to the Lord. If you have offended mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. If you have him, take it to Him. And if you have to declare that with, your, with, your, with, with that person, um, with your wife, and make the a name. Mm. As I said before, mm. it was challenging thing to do. Mm, um, but that's, that's, that's the way God will help us. Mm. We, we love one another. Mm. and He says in, in, in his word, love one another, care for one another, um, um, share your, your, your... basically with one another. Absolutely. You
0: know,
1: Confess <clears throat> to one another and in that the healing starts
2: to take place yeah i think you know um thank you very much trevor you know we've been sharing very very important things um from the point of being powerless over our our behavior and uh, managing our lives to the point uh, step 12 where we begin to serve others because we have worked through the 12 steps and we've taken our daily inventory we've dealt with the past and are we living in today and uh, connecting with God today. It's okay.
0: And you know, for me, the the core of this is that I keep from this program, um, and the way I live my life now in relationship with Jesus. When I open my eyes in the morning, I say, Lord, I today I lay down my life and my will before you. Mm. And I ask for a knowledge of your will and the power to carry it out today. And that's what helps me to live my life and to surrender what I need to surrender, to die what I need to die to. And that's sometimes a wrestling process. It doesn't Mm -hmm. come easy, but that's, that's for me what it comes down to. So thank you so much for sharing with us and sharing your wisdom and experience with us. Thank you listeners for being with us. It's been lovely to be with you again today. And we'll talk more about this next time. Mm. Um, Please continue to send your comments, remarks, and questions to Suki at kpulpit.co.za. And remember, if you missed part of this program or maybe the previous one where Trevor also spoke to us, please go back and get it at the podcast of Into Me See on Kpulpit. Till next time, God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio Kpulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.